0: Here we are with another episode of the podcast. This episode is brought to you by Laura Lee Smith. She's a real estate agent with Better Homes and Garden Real Estate in the Bryan College Station, Texas, and surrounding areas. And she just helped us to purchase our very first home for our family. We're about to move in, and it was wonderful. The whole process from top to bottom was enjoyable. I know. I just said that. Buying a home was enjoyable, and Laura Lee's responsible for that. Whether you're buying or selling, she really does take a lot of pride and care and hard work into making it enjoyable for both parties and breaking down things where you can understand them and process all the information. So you know that picture when you hold up the sign that says sold out in front like they always do in the commercials where everybody's smiling and happy? Laura Lee makes you happy to hold that sold sign in front of the house. So whether you're buying a home, you're selling a home, you're looking for commercial properties, whatever it may be, give Laura Lee a call and she can take care of you. Her number is 979-218-2315. That's 979-218-2315. Also, head over to her Facebook page, her business page, and just check it out. Scroll through, like the page, follow it. Give Laura Lee a call, text, message, you will not regret it, I promise. Also, not a sponsor of the podcast, but I just met with Demond Oliver. He was a guest on, I think, two episodes ago. And we just met with him for Financial Stuff. He's with New York Life now. And I got to give a shout out to him. And I told him I'd give him this plug because he really does know what he's talking about. He does a great job. He educated somebody like me on all the different investment opportunities and he didn't try to be pushy. He actually did care and want me to succeed. So if you have any sort of interest into investing, what you need to do, if you're confused, he will definitely help you out. Give him your business. He's It's Demond Oliver with New York Life and his number is 979-324-1210. His email is ddoliver at ft.newyorklife.com. Give him your business if you're looking for any sort of investments. Now that I've done all that, this episode is with Liz Winkley. She's a health coach overall, really, I guess you could say a legitimate life coach, but really when health, it means overall health. And we get into a lot of different subjects as like nutrition and finances and relationships and just overall life in general. She took a leap. And she's doing something she loves, and it really comes across. I wish we had a video podcast because you could see how genuine and, and just honest she is about this whole process. And I loved hearing your story, and I loved the conversation. So please enjoy Liz Winkley. Okay. As we were talking just a second ago about <laughs> you and your nutrition coaching, and I guess let's start there just to explain again what it is you do.
1: Cool. Should I introduce myself first?
0: Sure. If you want to, I'm going to do an intro afterwards, so it's fine.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Cool. So yes. Yeah, so I am a health coach. So I work here in Bryan College Station, but I also have um, clients that I've worked with either um, online, just do video chatting. Some people find they have to see a face to pay attention, and not necessarily a phone call. Um. And then I have one client who's here in College Station, and she's moving to Colorado in the summer, and we are just going to keep in touch, um, phone based. But yeah, so I work with clients mostly one-on-one, um, and I help them achieve whatever their health goals are. So that looks different, um, for everybody because everybody's at a different point in life, a different point in their journey to health, whatever that means for them. Um, so for some people it's weight loss. Um, and for most people, honestly, I find it is a relationship with food thing. Um, and it's because so many of us grew up like in the 90s and like, oh, low fat, like fat is bad. And then it's like we've been on this roller coaster of in our parents generation too, like coming out with all these magazines that are like, oh, you shouldn't eat this. Eat this. Not that. Lose weight, you know, and it's kind of been this diet culture roller coaster of should you eat eggs? Should you not eat eggs? Should you eat butter? Should you drink wine? Should you stay away from coffee? It's like this huge thing. And people are just confused. Um So a big part of what I do is just education. We start um, by setting goals. We work work really closely to set goals that are um, attainable for them and measurable. And uh, we start in their house and really look at foods they're eating and what their kind of like day-to-day practices are, because that goes a lot into what your health looks like, right? Like you could drink a green smoothie and hit your spin class every single day, but if you're in a job that you hate... And you're in a relationship that's not serving you well, um, and your finances are crap. Then you know you're not a healthy person, and that's going to show. That's going to manifest somewhere. Um, so really, it's looking like whole picture. I'm kind of like rambling that's on this all answer. Part of like the health coaching, yeah, like you it's, do all it's of that. Everything. We look at finances. We look at like um, whatever your spiritual practices, whether that is actually you know attending a church or whether you're more spiritual in like connecting with nature or yoga or whatever that looks like for you. Um, kind of how that all rolls in together to make one, you know, big circle and make you, you, and healthy. Um, so we find the points where you know maybe you're missing a little bit, and we work to fill that in to kind of make it well rounded and
0: help you be the healthiest. That goes way deeper than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: so uh, it's it's a lot, but it's really um, I think it's really fulfilling to where, especially the one on one stuff that I have been able to do is really fulfilling to see, um, the change
0: occur over three or six months or whatever Our when it clicks with people and when it works, like when you see them start to succeed in their own life yeah. on their own, yes, like on f- their own, on yeah. their own. Yeah. Cause they have to do it ultimately.
1: Yes. They have to do it. And it's like whenever they, I had a client last summer, um, and she, we were working with, uh, really for her, it was her decisions around food and her decisions around finances really mirrored each other. And so it was kind of just spur of the moment. Hey, I see this, I'm going to buy it. Hey, I see this, I'm going to eat it. Instead of thinking, hey, is this thing worth it to me? Do I have the money for this? Do I have like, how is this food going to make me feel later? There wasn't, there wasn't any kind of second thought. And so uh, we worked together I think for two full months and I was so frustrated with her and she knew it she's so she's so smart she's a PhD candidate and maybe I shouldn't give away that much but she's very smart and um, she was like I know what I'm supposed to do and I I understand everything you're telling me I just don't want to do it and so for two months I was kind of banging my head against the wall finding a new way to like get through to her or find something that would make it I guess like worth it yeah you know for her to like stick with what we had decided was like good parameters for her you know like to figure things out and then all of a sudden one day it was in month three and she was like you know i was at i don't remember she was shopping she was like and i picked up something and then i just asked myself do i really need this and i took a pause and in that pause, I decided I didn't. And I put it back down. Whoa. And she was like, and you know what? Actually, at our lunch, our office lunch the other day, I did the same thing with the cookie after the meal. And I decided I didn't really like that kind of cookie that much. And so I just put it down. And I said, if I want it later, I'll have it later. And I was like, <laughs> yes, this is what we've been, <laughs> like, this is what we've been doing. Um, so, yeah, to so sometimes it's like a click and sometimes it's a gradual, like, hey, I stopped, you know, putting sweet and low in my coffee every day. And which, you know, sweet yeah. and low is kind of garbage food. but uh, <laughs> It's but, very garbage. It makes it, me sick. It's garbage. It yeah. does make a lot of people sick. Yeah. And some people don't realize it until they take it out. And then they're like, oh, that was... what I was never
0: could. My grandma was making diabetic growing up and larger. And she would dump, like, in one uh, cup of coffee, she would probably put six packages. That is... Because she liked things so sweet and everything. and then Insane. I had, like... Every time I taste it, it upsets my, st- my stomach, and it makes me, like, really kind of ill. Like, even just a little bit. So I have to watch what, what it's in. If it's in something, I just don't eat it. Yeah,
1: aspartame messes with a lot of people. And like I said, some people don't know until until they know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's the same way with, a, like, a lot of foods or a lot of ingredients in foods now, is that people just have no idea that there's corn syrup and everything until they start looking. And it's like you don't know to look until somebody says, oh, hey, maybe you should, like, flip that dressing like that salad dressing or that ketchup over and see what's in it.
0: But then that's kind of confusing. Like, right. It it's is confusing. real daunting for people. Cause I mean, <clears throat> I'm in it because of the world I'm in the fitness stuff that I like to do and exercising and active and just one thing leads to another. My son has celiac. So that automatically gets you to start researching things, you know, you have to look at labels. And yeah. You have to, you have And yeah. I mean, with him, we have to do that. And then it just escalates one to the next. And then Kim obviously, you know, she weighs, and measures food, and and pays attention to what, even what I eat. She goes, "You don't need to be eating that. You've had too much of that today." I'm like, "Oh, okay." You know, and she what she watches that you know that stuff. So I'm in it there, but other people, the majority of people aren't. It's because it's real, it's time consuming, and it's real. It can be really like just what is good for us. So when somebody comes to you and says, "Hey, I'm going to give you money. I need you to help me get healthy," right. Where do you start with all that process? Like where do you begin? You give them like a questionnaire? Yeah, that's a good work? question.
1: So, um the first thing I do with anyone who's even remotely interested in health coaching and I think uh I th- I think probably most people could use a health coach. They just don't know that a health coach
0: is a thing. Everybody can use a coach in everything. It's like, right. you know. No, for real. I a could coach use... needs a coach as an athlete. Like that's just yeah, the way. Yeah. And is. I
1: could use like a business coach and like a yeah. Yeah. Everything. Um, So the first thing that I do is just it's free for everyone, but like a free consultation. And so I have a, a health history form and it's kind of similar to what you would fill out if you were visiting a doctor for the first time, but it includes more of those things that we were talking about before, like more of the holistic stuff. So do people um, ever
0: get like overwhelmed if you're an- asking about finances and relationships and stuff like that on your phone, for- on your questionnaire? Yeah, or- so I don't ask
1: about finances day one. Okay. <laughs> um, that's usually something that will like go into probably meeting like three or four. Okay. and And that will be more of like a, hey, here's all these areas and where do you see yourself on like a sliding scale? Do you see yourself more, you know, towards I feel really fulfilled in this area of my life or it needs some work or somewhere in the middle? So it's not
0: specific. It's just like general. You try to find out like their habits.
1: Um. So the, the health history form is pretty specific. It has all the normal things you would expect to have like, you know, birthday and weight and do you have a goal weight which to me that is not that important unless it is affecting other areas of their life which um significant weight gain or loss can obviously affect your life pretty huge um but then a lot of it is current food habits and then also like how you grew up eating so one portion of my form has like what did you eat as a child? Like, literally, what were some meals that you had as a child? What were lunches? What were snacks? What did you drink as a child? Like, I grew up drinking tons of Kool-Aid and milk <laughs> and, like, orange juice. I don't have specific memories of drinking water. I'm sure I did. But, like, those, that's what I remember drinking as a kid. And then it's like, okay, well, this is how you grew up. And then how would you say that you mostly eat now? Like, what do you eat for a normal breakfast? Like, give me three examples. What do you normally eat for lunch? And so we'll start there on just what they've grown up as, because some of that is going to be connected to how you are now. And then, um, you know, what people are currently doing in their day to day. And it's also um, sleep. So how many hours of sleep do you normally get a night? Is that interrupted? Mine is interrupted every night by a baby. Yeah. Uh, but some people really never sleep a full seven or eight hours. They always wake up at a certain time or something like that, or they're restless and and that is sleep is huge. I mean, you it's, know that, sure. As an athlete, yes. Uh,
0: and I don't. I I come from like not sleeping at all, hardly, just working myself into it with yeah. job and trying to take care of family and bouncing back and forth. It was three four hours a night, and that's it for like three years straight that's not very much that's a hard habit to get out of to go the other way i have to give all credit to kim i've said that before like it's she's the one that's like you're going to sleep okay. you need to sleep yeah like
1: your body needs to sleep physically to repair
0: oh i feel world's different i don't even feel like the same human yeah it's crazy like i i thought yeah. hey man i'm functioning at 100 percent i'm functioning at maybe 45 percent yeah you know walking you're just going like through it yeah, yeah. But, you know, if you aren't doing anything different, then you
1: <laughs> wouldn't know. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, let's get back to your original question. So <laughs> how do you, like, when when someone comes to me, so we fill out that form, and we really just take, like, 30, 45 minutes to talk through everything. What are your health concerns? What are your health goals? Have you had, you know, what, what's your health history of your family look like? How is the health currently of your parents? Like, some some of those can be red flags for either you down the road, like, oh, hey, my dad, you know, developed heart disease at age 50 and now I'm sitting here at age 42 and I'm thinking, I don't want heart disease at age 50. (laughs) You know, it's something like that. So you can, um, a lot of people like to look at those future things and then kind of like they shock themselves into action almost. Um, But we are predisposed for a lot of genetic things. So that's smart to have. Um, But yeah, we just talk through all of that and then um, get a feel for if we feel like we would work well together. So that 45 minute conversation talking about some pretty intimate details of your life, you know, how much you weighed, if you're a female, you know, what does your menstrual cycle look like? It's a, it's pretty detailed. So at the end of that conversation, you can typically get a feel for like, are you comfortable with me? And then in turn, am I comfortable with you? And do I feel like you are coming to me with goals and concerns that I do feel like I can help you down the path on? Because some things, um... I probably wouldn't take on things that I think are maybe out of my scope. Um, but in general, I, I think it's – I haven't found anyone yet that I think that has been like a big red flag, hey, I cannot work, work with you. I can't, I can't um, this I'm, sure, I'm sure that will come down the road, but yeah.
0: I, I really like the way – you like mm-hmm. because most people just – they go to a nutrition coach and it's just nutrition. That's it. Right. Like that's all they're doing. But there is something deeper to the, the eating thing um for a lot of people like there's like you're digging into like how do you shop like what do you keep in your house all those sort of like you want to know exactly how they eat because what i so what i see is like we had a nutrition challenge at the gym i was at and everybody's on my fitness pal they all have to do my fitness pal count calories put everything in and the first like week or two weeks or whatever it is is just legitimately whatever you're eating, you put everything in. I was putting everything in. I mean, if I had a beer, i put it in there. If I had a cupcake and whatever, i had put everything in. Yeah. And uh, one of the guys is sitting next to me and he was a larger guy. And we were out one night and he was like, I think I'm going to have the nachos but I'm not going to put it in the thing. And I was like, then you're not, that's why you're so big. <laughs> you know, I told him, I am like, that's why you're not losing weight. You work out all the time. and You're not losing yeah. weight because you're not, being honest and upfront with that information.
1: Well, with yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's for yourself.
1: Yeah. Um, so, I. One thing with working with people is that if they want to make a health change, um, no matter what it is, like oh, I want to get back in the gym, which I'm sure you have new people coming to work out with you all the time that you are noticing, like oh, there's a new like face here or whatever. Um, and for me, most of the time when people come to me, it's it is more nutritionally minded. But I do have a nutrition certificate, so for me, that that's where I feel like I have you know more smarts. Not necessarily a gym, but whenever people do want to make any kind of life change in regards to health, um, if they are going to stick with it and be successful, they have to have a really good why, and it has to not only fuel them every day but it has to fuel them for the long term and it has to be something that's going to build them up something that they're attached to emotionally something that they're attached to um like fully spiritually you know whatever whatever that is so um maybe like hey my mom died of cancer and i want to be healthier I want to be around for my own kids. I'm seeing, you know, all these things around me that could be causing cancer. And I want to learn more. Um, lately, people have been asking me a lot about, hey, what's in the products around my house? Like, what what is actually in these cleaning products and what's an alternative?
0: I was about to say, like, you can yeah. learn more. By the way, everybody, follow her on Instagram. I'll let her tag it and I'll do it in the intro. But yeah, it is the it is one of the best done things. And you can learn ton- She does Cleaning products and everything. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. Thank you.
1: Um, But yeah, that's another thing that people don't know. And then once they start looking a little bit into it, it's like you realize, oh, there's a lot of it's it's not it really is not just, hey, I ate a salad today. Hey, I went to the gym. It's not like that's just not your full health picture. So I like to help people look at at the whole picture and maybe even look at things that they weren't previously looking at for themselves like my client I was mentioning with the finances over the summer she was she didn't come to me to be like hey Liz like can you help me because my checking account looks sad (laughs) like she wasn't and I have some credit card debt and like student loans like all of us have student loans like she she wasn't coming to me for that but then once we started talking we realized that those patterns were mirroring and it was something that could make her feel better in both realms, like eating better and also making healthier financial decisions. They worked hand in hand for her. So it's a habit. It's
0: her habit. Her impulse is the same for both situations. Correct. Yeah. Like changing the habit. But the cool thing to see is that somebody like that has done it for so long and even tells you verbally, like, I just don't want to do it. Yes. And then (laughs) does it like that you can do it. Like you can change it. Yes. Yeah. You can go from, one to the other that's like one of the biggest lessons I learned in eye opening I used to drink 4 to 5 44 ounces of soda Dr. Pepper every day it was crazy the amount of soda that I would drink all the time that's
1: a lot man super
0: unhealthy the whole thing and then I just decided one day that I was going to stop and so I just focused on soda that's it and then it went I was like oh I did that why don't I do sweet tea after a while then sweet tea's gone and now it's just literally coffee with no sugar and water water that's what I drink. So it's like... That's great. It, it becomes almost the reverse addiction of drinking those four sodas is what kind of discipline can I add to my life? That's but one, a
1: really good mentality.
0: But you can change it. Like that that lady you were talking about is like, oh, that was kind of neat. And you can, you can see that the yeah. wheels turning like, that was kind of fun.
1: Yeah, it was like she felt her own power in one situation and was like, oh, I can probably do that again. And then the next time she came back to me, it was like, oh, hey, I visited my parents this past weekend and my mom got out some ice cream. I was like, hey, do you want some ice cream? She was like, you know, I really didn't want that ice cream. So I just said no. And my mom was like, are you okay? (laughs) But, But she was like, I just really didn't want it that day at that time. And I checked in with myself enough to say like, is that ice cream worth it to me right now? It's just not. Like, it. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. I don't remember if yeah. it wasn't the flavor that she didn't like. And she just, or maybe she just didn't feel like ice cream at that moment. And she checked in enough to say, "Nah, I don't want some ice cream. And I think she told me later that day she did want some chocolate. And she had, like, the miniature, like, wrapped things of, like, dark chocolate. And she was like, I had two of those. And that was good. Like, that was good for me. And I was like, yes, that's that's it like that's what we go to so we're like trending towards intuitive eating like really checking in with yourself hey here's this thing do i want it yes or no is it worth it yes or no is it gonna make me feel like crap if i eat it you know there there's a little checklist and whatever you have for yourself whatever that checklist is then if it hits those things then you can either decide eat it not eat it and and that works for plenty of things with the finances and and anything in life really
0: do you go up and down like you change people's diet on what makes them feel better and is healthy. Like do you adjust all all their levels. Do you have a set thing that you kind of go by? How does that work when you, when you're telling people like eating and buying groceries and what to fill their cabinets with?
1: That's a good question. I don't, I don't tell people what to do. Uh, so, uh, so in general, I don't tell people you, Definitely 100% need to eat this or definitely do not need to eat that unless it is something that I believe causes such harm that I think no one should eat it on planet Earth. <laughs> so, so, for example, um, I, in general, I tell my clients to stay away from things that are not food, that are masquerading as food, food like products. Like a Twinkie. Um that is not even a little bit food. Yeah. <laughs> um but at the same time I'm going extreme, but that's sort of But thing. yeah, but at the same time like I want people to be able to like get to that point on their own with saying, Hey, here is this food. Let me look at the ingredients of it. Are are these ingredients that I would expect to be in this food? If so, is this something that's gonna serve me? Like, either it's going to satisfy a craving or it's going to help in the celebration of this thing. And I can't do this without eating this Twinkie. Um, I would say most of the time, if you're faced with eating a Twinkie or not eating a Twinkie, you're going to feel better if you don't. Like, I would...
0: Oh, 100%. I
1: would feel so bad if I ate a Twinkie. Which, if you're <laughs> listening to this and you love Twinkies, that more power to you. That's great. Um, no, But
0: people don't realize that they're <clears> feeling bad. And, I mean... I'm guilty of that too. Like I'm plenty guilty. Like I still fight things to this day where I'm going like, Oh man, I feel so, why do I feel so? Oh, that's why. Oh yeah. Like, Oh, I just Uh, ate that. And now I feel all this inflammation or
1: aches and pains.
0: I'm crashing now and I don't have energy or whatever it is. I fall. I mean, everybody falls a little bit, you know, right. And you should,
1: you should live your life and eat food in the moments that the food is there for you know, whatever it is, if it's a celebration or something like, like I'm not ever not going to have a beer to celebrate my husband's birthday when it's he wants to go to a brewery and like share a beer with me. And we're going to like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm always going to do that. But OK, so things that I would tell people to stay away from. Um, so first of all, it depends on what their goals are, like what kind of person they are and. Um, so the school that I went to is called the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, and one of the major tenets of that school is bioindividuality. so obviously every person is different, so your needs are different than mine in, in every way, right? Like, not just nutritionally, but especially nutritionally. Yours are different than mine. So you're a male. I am female. Like, I'm currently breastfeeding a baby. You're not. I'm, pre- I'm, I'm pretty sure you're not. Definitely not. No. Yeah. Okay. So, way, just way different in, in every facet of life. Um, and so it depends on what their. it depends on them.
0: But it, it really even varies from fe- like female to female is going to be different. Like, oh, everybody's yeah. makeup is just totally different. Yeah, I, I agree 100% with what, I mean. Yeah. I think it's bad to go this one thing is good for you because I've, I I kind of learned that trying different diets, like trying for 30 days and then getting off of them and trying for 30 yeah. days and trying to figure out what works I still don't know that I figured out anything that worked really like but I mean
1: But you can take parts from every little yeah. one and find like your diet. Right? Like what right. what you. So, so we like used a... to do paleo for a long time and people were like, "Oh, you're like so strict paleo and like even now my family has not like caught up with my current way of thinking but they're like well you can't have that because it's not paleo I'm like I can have whatever I want because I'm an adult but also like it's okay if I eat like you know what I mean (laughs) so that's still kind of stuck and I'm sorry because I told my family I was doing this podcast and they're gonna listen to it but but it's like oh what you're eating some cheese isn't that not paleo I'm like well it's not technically I guess but it is like cheese from a grass fed cow and I like it. So I'm going to eat a little bit of it because I feel okay if I eat a little bit of cheese. Like it's more just like, yeah, you need to check in with how you feel when you eat certain things. And as there stuff, one of my clients right now is like you and she cannot have any aspartame. It makes her feel terrible. Um, some people do really badly with alcohol. Some people, you know, have actual reactions to things like food dyes, which I think no one should eat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people do a lot better when they remove things like corn syrup and like soy additives from their diet. And, and I don't really think that those are things that people should eat either, but some people t- don't have any effects. So really it's like, what can we I don't I don't like to come into someone's life and say, hey, let's get rid of all these things because that's going to be all their favorite foods. And then they'll just start out mad at me. Yeah.
0: Right. Like, yeah. like, oh, you just quit. you just
1: took away everything in my house. Like, we don't do that. So it's more like evaluating, OK, here are things that you have. And is there anything that's a similar choice but maybe a little bit better of a choice that you could be making? Um, You know, for example, like, yo play yogurt versus some other yogurt that doesn't have corn syrup and like a ton of sugar added to it like there's like different levels of 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 everything of every kind of product you can buy in the grocery store um but really my bigger focus is just adding in things i think that you can find more of a long-term success and more of an immediate hey i feel really good if you just ask people to add in hey just add in one vegetable per meal
0: that's like that's a totally different way of that even I've thought about it before. Yeah. So a like, lot a lot of, a lot of people was... really
1: don't they will they will cling on to things if you want to take them away, even if they don't particularly like that thing. Like if you came into my house and you were like, Hey, I'm gonna take away this like whatever, I'd be like, But it's mine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm an adult, like you said yeah. earlier. <laughs> yeah, it's mine. Um, so people will cling on to those things, but if you just challenge them to you know, it's kind of like you were saying, like, Oh, what can I challenge myself to do more of? there are so many fruits and vegetables that you could add in one new one a week and you still wouldn't you you still wouldn't reach all of them. So go through H-E-B, pick up a, you know, a stack full of leeks and if you've never cooked with leeks before, then congratulations, that's your new vegetable for the week and maybe you like it. And if you liked it, then you can buy leeks again another week while you're trying out another new vegetable like, "Oh, I've never had butternut squash. Cool, I'm going to try it this week." So it's really um the philosophy is called crowding out. So you add in more and more and more new good things so that eventually there is not space for the old
0: worse. Things. I just like the theory because the majority of people think when I, they have to lose weight, or like even me, if I wanted to cut weight or whatever, I would think I need to take away. I need to take stuff away instead of, oh, if I add something, I'm also going to get full and not eat the other thing. Correct. That's, that, like, that's where mm-hmm. my mind went as soon as you said that. Like, okay, let's. Yes. If you take from somebody, they automatically get defensive. Mm-hmm. And when you give to somebody, they, they're receptive of that. So, like, yep. they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to go add something into my diet. And then all of a sudden, like, they don't realize. It's like almost a psychological trick, it seems like, where, oh. Yeah,
1: maybe I shouldn't have given that away.
0: I, wait a <laughs> second. I didn't eat this today because I ate this. Cause I got full. Right. That's crazy. And then it just kind of escalate. That's, that's, that's a really awesome way of thinking of it.
1: It wasn't my idea originally, but no. I do really <laughs> like the philosophy and I think it works well for people. Just, you know, the challenge, not, and not too much, especially if you're starting from some place where people are like, yeah, I literally eat meat and cheese and bread every day. Like those are the, those are the food groups Sounds that like I have. my entire family. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or also add in like potatoes and corn. And that is my family. Um, <clears throat> hi, dad. (laughs) Uh, That's what he eats. He likes potatoes and corn and meat, and he will eat some other vegetables too. It's like a Um, Southern diet. Yeah. But um, yeah, for a lot of people, they just need to, they really like those foods and that's fine. But maybe we add something green to your plate and then maybe we add one more green thing next week or maybe in two weeks, you know, whatever, whatever is like a comfortable pace for you. But I think that that is easier than saying hey we need to change up everything tomorrow because that's really overwhelming
0: yeah it's more of like a long haul than it is like
1: yeah it's a lot easier to say hey go to the grocery store and when you go through that produce aisle choose a vegetable that either you have never had or you haven't cooked in a while or whatever and i will send you recipes for how to cook it if you don't know how to chop it up i'll tell you i'll send you a little demo video and i'll help you along so um yeah i think that's really effective
0: that's awesome I I like, I like the whole setup and you make it sound, you make it sound so easy. Thank you. Like, (laughs) I mean, really like, okay, well, we're just going to go add something today. Okay. Wow. Okay. That, that, I can do that. I can add something. Yeah. I can add one thing to my diet today.
1: Yeah. It's all about breaking up whatever those goals are into bite-sized pieces for you, right? Like whatever you're your stair steps need to be we need to make those like each stair be an attainable you know height i don't know this is a bad analogy but but whatever (laughs) but it needs to be it needs to be something that that you can achieve right like uh, for me adding in one new vegetable a week like cool but also i i can handle more than that because of where i I currently am but 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 some people can't so let's let's add in
0: one thing the habit's still the same It's still the same exact habit, somebody adding one thing as you adding three or four things. Correct. It is. New things a week. So it'd be the same thing. It's just, you're doing the same exact thing they are. We're scaling it. Yeah. Because it's still the same struggle though. Everybody's pushing that limit, you know? It might be a limit for you to put four new things into yours, but it's- I would have to find four new things. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a limit for them, you know? It's it's like, whoa, that's- it's hard for me to add spinach today, but I'm going to do it. Where- You've yes. got all these things, and now you've got to find four new things because you've already added in all the things. Right. So it's it's like it's the same difficult challenge, but It's, it's all relative. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah for yeah. sure.
0: How did you get into all of this? Whew.
1: Um, I'll try to give you a short answer, I guess. I have always been interested in health and nutrition, um, but more as kind of like a hobby. And I came to college and kind of, um, the rec at a A&M and is amazing. And I spent like every day there. So I was really big into like fitness and at that point in time, more so just like tracking calories and trying to learn about foods and whatever. Um, and yeah, I kind of always kept that with me. But after my husband, Shell, and I got married, um, actually backtrack a year before, I think probably right out of year before, somewhere around there, his best friend and best man in our wedding was like, hey, if you want to lose weight or if you're even thinking about losing weight, you should do it before the wedding because you're going to look back at all these wedding pictures and you're not going to like them. He was like, that's what I did. I was bigger in all my wedding pictures and now I've lost weight and I don't like it. And Shel was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to lose weight. Like, I, I don't need to lose weight. And I was kind of like, yeah, sure. But like, it doesn't matter to me <laughs> if you lose weight or not. And then um, we got married in June. And then that fall, I, I think that might have been our first year in the SEC. And so we were tailgating very hard <laughs> and uh, like sponsored tailgate too much fried food and liquor at like eight in the morning. Why? Why is that a good idea? It's not. Um, and he felt terrible from that one day of tailgating for more than two days and he felt so bad that he was afraid that he was going to have a heart attack or he was afraid that like his health was like really at stake like he that's how bad he felt and he on the second day was like I need to change like I don't know what to do you have to tell me what to do but I need to change tell me what it is that I have to do and I was like I don't know So I started, um, we were driving back from my parents' house. I think it was after Thanksgiving or after, no, it wasn't Thanksgiving. I don't know. But we were driving back from my parents' house and it's like a four hour drive. And so I just had my phone and I was like Googling diets. I literally was Googling diets. And at the time we had some friends, actually Kim was who came to mind. And she was really big into paleo and like all that whole CrossFit group of our friends. Um, Kim among them was really big into paleo and I was like that they seem like they're doing really well with it And they like when I talk to them, they say they feel really good and like maybe we can do that And he was like, okay, well, what is it? So I look it up and I I literally read off like list of foods that you can have and it's like All these vegetables and you know all these meats and stuff and he was like, okay, I like those let's do that And so it was kind of just decided and we did a one month We started at the beginning of november And we were just going to do it until we got to Thanksgiving. Like, okay, well, let's just do like paleo, like whatever that is, right? Because (laughs) for my whole life, sandwiches have been my favorite food. And so I was about to give up bread for my husband to be healthy, healthy, paleo, like whatever with him for a month and give up my like special K cereal and my skim milk and like whatever else I deemed was healthy at the time. Um, And... We got to Thanksgiving and he had lost, like, I don't know, however much weight, like maybe 12 pounds or something like that. But he was like, I just, I I feel so much better. I'm going to keep going. And I was like, I guess I'll keep going too. (laughs) Like, I didn't want to. I wanted to, I wanted to enjoy my Thanksgiving and eat pie. And he didn't eat anything that wasn't paleo that Thanksgiving at my parents' house. So he literally ate like turkey and ham. And I think he found some plain green beans somewhere. And other than that, he didn't touch anything, like no rolls, no pie, no, like, no, nothing, no sweet potatoes, like no, like nothing. And so
0: I was like, That's a discipline right there in himself. He
1: is very disciplined when he decides he's (laughs) going to do something. And when he started paleo, he originally was like a coffee, but like mostly cream and sugar kind of person. And he just went black coffee one day and he's never gone back. Like he never went back. I was amazed. I was amazed. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so he wanted to keep going. And then I think maybe after the first month or two months, he started running and we kept doing the paleo thing. So I didn't, in the beginning, I didn't know what I was doing. So every day I was like trying to look online and there wasn't that much online at that point. Um, and figure out more about like the science behind paleo diet and why you're including these certain foods and not including these other foods. So I just really went off the deep end into like the research on that. Um, And yeah, I just became even more fascinated with nutrition science. And um, Shell eventually started running and he lost, I think, about like 75 pounds. And and then at that point, everyone was like,
0: yeah,
1: which we didn't know that he had to lose until he lost it. And we were like, oh, OK. OK, so that's good. Obviously, <laughs> we don't do that anymore. Um, but yeah, I just I dove into all of that kind of stuff and I started like a little fledgling blog at that time. No, it's so terrible. I think you can still find it on the internet, but I won't I won't tell you what it is. Maybe I'll tell you later when we're not recording. That's really low quality pictures and I think a recipe for some like paleo fish sticks that I made. But that's how you start though, right? It was how I started.
0: And like you're throwing it out there. You put it on yes. the internet, you're throwing it out there. Like yes, I did. You went paleo and you loved it so much you made a blog and you threw it. Like I you did. put it out there for the world to see to try I to did. help people. That takes a lot of guts. Yeah. Especially so, in the payload community because they're going to nitpick it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't keep up with it because I was teaching <laughs> at the time and I just didn't have the time. Like after getting home at night and like grading papers and oh, I geez. was coaching too at the school and I just didn't oh. have the time. So I didn't. What grade did you teach? Uh, I taught a lot of grades because it was a private school, but I taught at some point over the three years I was there, third, fourth, fifth sixth math. Savages. And a little bit of science. I like fifth and sixth. (laughs) Um, It takes
0: a, I I say that, it takes a very special person to be a teacher and be good at their job.
1: Third and fourth was, third was the hardest that I've done. Third? Third was very hard. And I also taught high school geometry, and I did um, seven through twelve athletics for the girls the last year that I was there. Wow. Which was also really fun, because then I just got to like put them through workouts and stuff. It was was really awesome. Um, but yeah, so I, um, I last year, nope, that's not true. Two years ago around this time I was, I always said when I was in college that I was never going to have a job where I just sat at a desk every day. And I think there are people who are great at, jobs where you are sitting at a desk. I mean, there, there has to be, right? There's people who are really good accountants. Some of my friends are really, oh, yeah. really, really good accountants actually. Um, and and there's all kinds of professionals that do that work and are really fulfilled by it. But I knew that I was just never going to be happy sitting in an office and feeling like what I did that day didn't... I, I wanted to have the feeling that I impacted someone in a positive way. And I had that feeling when I was teaching um, and I taught for a few years and then I ended up working for the a m system. Which I liked my job and I really liked the people that I worked with, but I, at the end of the day, I didn't have that like feeling, you know, like you did some good work today, like you really helped someone along or you really imparted something that, you know, could add to something that could change this person's life, and you know,
0: you weren't fulfilled with what you were doing, like seeing correct. the result, you weren't, yeah, seeing that
1: and it result. was, and it was just it the eight to five life again is great for some people, but I just felt like I was spending so much time there and I could have been spending more time with my kid. Cause at the time I had one, um, and she was a year and a half, um, or not quite a year and a half. And I didn't necessarily every day feel like I was missing out on stuff, but it was like, ugh, if I was home, I could have done these things in our, in our home. I could have done these things with my kid. I could have I, you know, it's just the list of the things that I could have done. And then right at that time where I realized, I said, I would never do this and I'm doing it and I've been doing it longer than I ever thought I would. um, A friend of mine on Instagram just happened to post the school that she graduated from and I read through everything and they were having one of their semesters, you know, it's a year long program, but one was about to start. It was like the next week. And so I do this, um, like phone call with someone and they're like, yeah, you have a week to send in your tuition if you, <laughs> if you want to join. Oh boy. And I was like, Ugh, I don't know. And they're like, actually the course started this week, but you do have until the end of the week to decide if you want to join in with everyone that's already started. And I was like, oh, like if I wait, it's going to be another three months. And if I wait, I also might not do it. And I feel like this is perfect for me because all of the descriptions were like, hey, you know, everything we've talked about so far, is like working one-on-one with people and, you know, helping with them with their nutrition decisions. And I was doing that every day at work with my coworkers. Like I had coworkers that were coming into my office like, hey, Liz, like I was looking at these ingredients and what is this? And hey, I'm trying to do a Whole30. Can you help me figure out like some good recipes or what are you making for your family? Like what are good decisions that you're making for your kid? How is she so healthy? How has she never been sick? You know, all, all of these things... And I realized I was doing it for free, (laughs) so I might as well go back to school and get paid for it. I mean, that sounds kind of silly, but but really I was already doing it in so many areas of my life, with my family members, with my coworkers, with friends. They were all coming to me for advice. And I finally realized, like, I... You can do this. Yeah, I I can do... I'm already doing it, so of course I can do it. So, yeah, I went back to school in um, March of 2017, and then... Yeah, I guess, like, rest is history.
0: That <laughs> that was a longer answer and, than I meant it to you, but... No, it's perfect. I mean, it's a cool story. It's, I love see, hearing people how they, you know, like, just like the girl that was like, I buy things all the time. It's almost the same thing. You're like, oh, wait, I'm in a job that I said I would never do. Yeah. I need to change that. Yeah. And then you look it up and you've got a week to decide.
1: Yeah, and it wasn't an overnight change because I stayed at my job while I, you know, yeah. did the schooling. It was all yeah. online. But, I mean,
0: at that point, you started that. Change. It's just like her putting down the purse. I don't, I'm not, don't know what the item is, but you pick up an item, and she's like, she nah, was... I don't really need it. I'm going to put that one thing back. Uh-oh, now you, start, you started the process now. Uh-huh. Right, there's
1: kind of no going back on that. Yeah,
0: you're like, oh. And I
1: paid okay. – it was like you can pay out your tuition over the course of a year, and it's whatever, but it was – Significantly more if you did that versus just paying it all up front. And I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do this. But and you're I all just... in there
0: You got skin in the game. <laughs> I now. did it. Yeah. So yeah. And I then you have to it. finish, and you yeah. have a kid on top of it. So you've got.
1: Well, yes, and then actually at the end of the first month, or maybe like six weeks later, I found out that I was pregnant with baby number two. Oh. So I had her, and then finished the end of the schooling while she was like newborn baby. Um. And I actually tried to go back to that job. Really? Yes, after the baby. And I think I lasted like six weeks before I realized like what my darling husband had been telling me all along, which is you're not going to get clients. You're not going to be happy. You're not going to be fulfilled. If you go back to work, you need to stay home, work on your health coaching, build your client base, work on your website. You need to blog. You need to do these things and focus on what. You have wanted to do. And I was I like, I you know it. what? It's I need to go back to work. Up. I can do both at the same time. And yeah, he was right. You were right, hon. You were right. <laughs> you win. I love it. That's that,
0: <laughs> that, right? I mean, that gets me. I, I say, everybody who tells me that story gets me pumped up to like, oh, I can do it too. Yeah. Like, just taking that step, it's kind of scary because you've got something consistent and you've been doing something. And that's a world of the unknown. You know that you want to do it, but it's kind of like, uh.
1: Yeah, actually, I have a really cool analogy for that. Have you heard of the trapeze story or, like, philosophy? No. So if you are flying on a trapeze, right, like a circus trapeze artist, like, they go back and forth from trapeze. So if you are going to get to the next one, there is a moment where you have to let go and you are suspended in midair, before you grab onto the next one. And so it's kind of the same. I mean, it really was the same thing for me. It was like I have no idea what's going to happen when I let go. Like I I'm pretty sure that's going to work out for us financially, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that at least like one person in this community will want me to help them like be be a health coach, but I don't know, but I have to let go to find out if I'm going to be able to grab onto the next rung, you know? And so, um, I did let go. <laughs> that sounds way more dramatic than it really was, but um, it kind of is that dramatic. But, it, but mm-hmm. it is for anything in your life that you're going to start something new. You do have to let go a little bit and kind of fly midair and be suspended. And then, you know, you can, you can grab onto the
0: next one. Well, I mean, you went from an eight to five consistent thing. Like, you know, you're going to go into eight, you know, you're getting off at five type of thing to, Complete chaos with your time. Yeah, kind of. And you're working off other people. Yeah, you're working off other people's schedules. You got uh, kids. You're taking them here, there. I mean, how hard was it for us to get this podcast going? Oh, it's taken <laughs> us months. This. this is what the third <laughs> or fourth one. This is the third or fourth one where something's happened. Oh my gosh! Last one, me being sick. You can hear that on the other podcast. I sound terrible. Yeah, um,
1: which is why we canceled the first one for me because I was sick and yeah. I sounded terrible. And then today we almost didn't make it because of because a tornado. Storm. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm here. I mean,
0: but all the scheduling issues of like where the kids are going to go and I've got to, ta- you know, I've got kids I've got to pick up and Kim's, you know, we're just constantly running around. So you went from eight, an eight to five to this chaos schedule that you absolutely love. It seems I was like. going
1: to say, but it's so much more fun. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, I guess it's the point of when you do something that you really love and it's like fulfilling for you. Yeah. That chaos is beautiful. It is. Yeah
1: so poetic <laughs> beautiful chaos
0: beautiful chaos
1: yes that's kind of what it looks like every day in our
0: house and the teamwork of beautiful like chaos. you're you know you saying your husband is nudging you towards doing that right is a really beautiful picture as well like you have support you know yes There's somebody pushing you to do something that you love to do
1: yes yeah that's so key because if i didn't i wouldn't you know, I, I might still be in that building.
0: But it's the same kind of thing with, like, you know, you're, you're health coaching people. What if they don't have supportive family, spouses? Right. That can kids. be really,
1: really hard, too.
0: Yeah. That's a, that's a really difficult... I've seen that happen to some people that... Really good people trying to lose weight, and it's Everyone all family around and everybody around them is, like no, 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 just come on. And they're going to eat the same thing. And that, that gets really difficult. You know, they make fun of them or, you know, the jokes and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it comes from an insecure place. Right. But that is
1: extremely hard. That's a really big hurdle to cross. That's, I think the, um, support or not having support is honestly a bigger hurdle than actually doing the work yourself. Right. Like it's, it's hard to get yourself to the gym if you haven't been to the gym in a while, or maybe you've never been, like, that is – I think that's really intimidating. Even for me, the first time I went to a CrossFit gym, like, I'm a pretty fit person. I've worked out all my life. I've played a lot of sports, and the first time I went to a CrossFit gym, I was like, oh, like, I Who am not as crazy people? fit as these people. I don't know the terminology they're using. You know, it was, like, very intimidating. And it's intimidating to go through that produce aisle at the grocery store if that's not how you're used to shopping. Um, but you can get through all of that just by doing – but if everyone around you is bringing you down, then that is like a day-to-day hardship that is so hard for so many people to overcome. So get yourself some real support. <laughs> real support. Well,
0: that's where it helps maybe to have somebody like you. Yes. I mean, I'm thinking this is just me thinking. my <laughs> <land business. laughs> Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> right off the top of my head, like I've seen your Instagram. Yes. I've seen, you know, your videos. You you said you video chat with these people if they need it. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes they just need some support. They don't have that support and that, you're going to support them in in Mm -hmm. this thing and so they need that comfort to see somebody to have that support just to push them to keep going. And so if they know they can just like, hey, I need, I need support right now and you're available for them, that makes a world of difference in their life.
1: Yeah, and my clients can always, I mean, for sure always email but they can always text me even if, you know, it's like, i'm you know unavailable in some other aspect they can always text and i'll always help them out like if they are in the grocery store it's like hey what was that thing that you were telling me (laughs) about (laughs) that i'm supposed to like i forgot i'm looking at this thing and i don't know how to cook it we're like can you help me later and they'll send me a picture or whatever yeah um yeah i'm always always available for my clients because i think that that is i don't want to say always not at night, <laughs> not while I'm sleeping. You do a good
0: in... job with the family time. I will say it's too that too important, yeah.
1: um, but but within reason, I do like to be available for them because, yeah some some of those things are hard. Things that that to me or maybe even to you are little decisions or little things that you wouldn't think twice over. Someone is thinking twice or three times or four times over, you know little decisions of adding things into their meals or, you know, their family schedule or whatever it is for them. Yeah. Picking up the shoes at Macy's and then putting them back down. <laughs> hey, if you need me to text you and say, do not buy the, the shoes, shoes. <laughs> don't buy the shoes, <laughs> wait until next month, and maybe you will have it saved up. And then when you save up the $90, then go buy the shoes or whatever it is. Um, Yeah. I'm, I'm there for you. Encouragement or like uh, keeping you in your place. <laughs> not, not buying the shoes. <laughs> Whatever it is. buying the shoes.
0: <laughs> just don't do it. Oh, man, we have got addicted to that. that. That's another addiction that's uh, – I mean, it's never – I've always been kind of frugal. Kim's always been very disciplined and frugal. But uh, the areas where you can prove is just – the things you can do and you don't realize it, it's again that eye-opening moment you know we didn't realize what we were doing until we hired somebody to coach us uh yeah in financial stuff and once we did that that became addicting to us like yes whoa this worked it works so good yes. let's just keep this going like this is fun now i want to see
1: see where i want to can... see what we can do now with this yeah. so yeah i like... love personal finance is like one of my Shell hates it. <laughs> he, <laughs> he hates talking budget. He hates talking finance and, like, anything. And I love it. So if I can find a friend that I'm like, let's talk about personal budget. What are you saving for? What are your goals? How did you learn how to, like, pare down your grocery bill? Like, let's talk about this. Because, I mean, really, if you're saving $10 and you're putting $10 towards your vacation or your, kid, your yes. kid's, like, trampoline in the backyard or, or whatever it is that you are saving for, um, then – yeah, I think that's huge.
0: And every little ten dollars adds up, and then before you know it, it's like hundred dollars. Oh, how did I get dollars. that much money to buy? Th- I already have it. This is
1: great. Okay. Yeah, we just bought our kids' surprise kids. We just bought them a playset, and it was like, hey, we were able to like move the money, like you know, not move the money. <laughs> that sounds like sketchy. No. But uh, I, you know, we were able to save for it, and that feels good when you can just pay for something versus crediting something. It feels good.
0: You should totally talk to Kim if you haven't yet, because she's the one, I full disclosure, <laughs> runs she it. is the one that runs it, that does it. She sets everything up. I just follow her plan. She says, don't do this. And I don't do it. Like that's perfect. When it comes to the financial stuff, she's so good at it. And I know that's her sweet, like that's what she's good at. We have the same setup. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so whenever
1: I said, I think this is going to work financially for me to stay home. He said, then do it. Yeah, don't I, he didn't second guess me at all, and I second guessed myself. I wanted to like write out every single number, and he was like, "No, do it. It'll work out. It's fine." <laughs> so that sounds so similar and it, too, and it did, <laughs> and it did work out. So it's all good.
0: It does. I mean, and you need you need both of those things, but I, realizing the talents and working like the teamwork that you have together, it that's what makes it all work, you know. Yeah, I definitely. don't question her because. I know what she's good at. She knows what I'm good at. She doesn't build things or fix things. And I do. I, I, I could do the budget, but I'm not going to be anywhere close to as good Right. and manage that thing the way she does. And she just puts us on the right path. So it's, it's like, hey, we're a team in this whole thing. Right. Yeah. And I that's like great. It.
1: Yeah. That sounds very healthy.
0: <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. It seems healthy. We're happy anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I guess in a good way. Um, anything that you want to plug on this for your services, like your, the things that you do, your health coaching, how to get there, and then anything else you want to add in on the podcast? Um,
1: yeah. So if you are interested in a health coaching consultation and that can really be for anything we touched on almost everything that I think I'm good at, but. Really, it can be for you. It can be for your kids. Um, It can be just like if you want to improve your family's health overall. Um, Or even I do one-off like grocery store tours. So if you just want... Oh,
0: this is a whole other thing.
1: Game changer. (laughs) Um, So if you want a one-on-one or even like a small group, if you have like a small group of friends or um, I've done like a small family before. It was like uh, kids, but like kids our age and then their mom. So it was like five of them or something, um, going through the grocery store and that was fun. Um, but yeah, if you want a personalized grocery store tour, I do those as well. And if you just want to follow along with what I'm feeding my family and how we are, um, I'm really big. We didn't touch on it at all, but I don't want to ramble anymore. But if oh you can uh, ramble if you oh, got no. something you want to add no go I'll for just it. I'll just throw it out there. Um, we're really big on kind of trying to reduce our you know footprint on the earth. So if you want to join us on our environmental journey, you know, going plastic free and reducing our waste and living a little bit lower impact and all that kind of stuff. Um, and kids health I share most of that on my Instagram page so my Instagram handle is at fresh texan my website is also freshtexan.com. I am on Facebook and I will eventually see it if you send me a message <laughs> or write a comment on any of my Facebook posts but if you really wanted to contact me Definitely, Instagram is probably your best bet or email. It's just Elizabeth at fresh Texan.com. And yeah, I'm happy to do any health coaching consultations, whether you're in town or out of town, we can always do those by phone call or Skype or zoom or whatever your fancy is, whatever your method (laughs) of communication is. Um, And then also we didn't touch on it, but I'll just throw it out there. I am a beauty counter consultant. So if you are interested in learning about how, the ingredients in things that we're putting on our skin, on our kids' skin um, every day. How and those... they can buy stuff from you too, right? <clears throat> Correct.
0: They'll see all that on the Instagram as well.
1: Correct. Um, yeah. I'm really big on education. So if you just have any questions like, hey, I cannot read an ingredients list of my shampoo, um, which most people can't because all those words are crazy long. Um, if you just want help with finding you know, safer options for your family, for you, as far as like anything you're going to use personal hygiene products or any cleaning products or anything like that in your home. I think those are all so, so impactful on our health. And I think that's going to be probably the next big wave of things that people really start looking into because right now it's, I don't think it is so mainstream. Um, anyway, if you're interested in any of that, you can also email me and um yeah. And, and that that's includes
0: it. like, I don't know, I i guess i missed it if you didn't say like makeup and stuff too yeah like for sure anything, so like you do ingredients anything you're putting on your skin all that yeah
1: yeah makeup yeah. for sure especially makeup especially for women for any women listening um we put over 20 products different products on our skin every day and that can add up to over five thousand different ingredients um so it gets absorbed yeah, it really does. So your skin is your largest organ and anything that's going through your skin is just, it's just soaking right in folks. And that's for the good or for the bad. Yeah, I just wanted
0: to make sure people knew that. Like <clears throat> yeah. you did more than, you know, you did more yeah, than just makeup. like the soap and the chemicals. It was like the beauty yeah. products is yeah. everything like that. Yeah.
1: Um, and yeah, the big one, you kind of asked me like how I got into things, but really a big push for me to keep going in a lot of areas <clears throat> excuse me especially for like the nutrition and for environmental em- impact and also just for um overall health impact for you know products that we're using in our home is our kids i mean our kids are going to inherit this earth after us so that's the environmental part um nutrition they you only get one body but they definitely do and they don't have choice like they don't have free will so I mean they do to a certain extent. They but, do, but not as but, much as
0: like you've got they can't go get the food themselves.
1: Correct. So whatever I'm serving them is is really either harming them or helping them. And they have little little bodies. So, you know, a little bit of bad goes is, has a big impact for them. Yeah. So you think like, "Oh, well, it's just like a a fun size, you know, bag of Cheetos or whatever." Or like, let's say like, oh, it's just like a little soda. Well, that's a little soda for you. But for them, that's like a large size soda, right? Like they weigh a sixth of the amount that you do. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, that impacts them heavily. And the things that we put on our skin, every time you hug your kid, every time your kid rubs up against your face, your makeup, your eyeshadow, you know, your cologne, your perfume, your deodorant, your body spray, your lotion, whatever, is rubbing off on them. So even if your kids aren't wearing 20 different products every day, you know, a perfume and a lotion and a hairspray and all that kind of stuff, they're breathing it in when you spray it in their house. And, you know, it's rubbing off and getting onto their skin and into their bodies. So that's hugely important to me. And I could talk for a really long time on it, (laughs) but I won't. Um, But if you are interested in learning more, I always just want to chat with people and help spread the word about healthier, safer products for all of our family. So
0: fresh Texan,
1: fresh Texan.
0: There we go. There we go. We got it. All right. Well, thank you, Elizabeth.
1: (coughs) You are welcome.